So all these young men are planning on joining the ashram? No, I know. At least promote is not thinking of because he's already joined it. You want to join? It's full time? Thinking about it? No. All right. Okay, very good. Congratulations. Do it. Labdva sudur labhamidam bahusam bhavante manusham artadam anityam api hadhira turnam yate tanapatadanum rityavan nishriyasaya vishayakalu sarvata syat. Does anyone know the translation of this verse by any chance? It's. Uh, yeah. Did you all hear that? Lord Krishna states that this is from Lord Krishna's instructions to Uddhava. This human form of life is rarely attained. Having attained it, one should act in such a manner that before inevitable death, one doesn't have to get born again. And we should also consider that if we desire sense gratification, we should stop desiring because we've already had sense gratification in so many lifetimes. It's available. And there are other verses which we can, should consider. Nridehama adyang sulabham sudur labham pavan sukalpo guru karnadharam mayanukulena nabhasvateritam puman pavhabdim nataret sa'atmaha is also from Lord Krishna's instructions to Uddhava that in, in this verse he states that the same thing, the human life is rarely attained, it's compared in this verse to a good boat which is suitable for crossing the ocean of material existence. The uh, If one has a good boat and a good captain in the form of a capable guru for for guiding the boat, close the door so it doesn't slam. And the, the, one has the favorable wind of Krishna's instructions in Shastra for blowing the boat in the right direction. Then having attained all these facilities, if one still fails to cross the ocean of birth and death, one is simply committing suicide. And what else? There are plenty of others also. This, uh, Nayam deho deha loka, what is it? Nayam deho deha bhajan riloke, kashtan kaman arhate vidbhujam ye, tapo divyam putraka yena sattvam, shudhyat yasmad brahmas sukh sokyam tvanantam. Lord Rishabdev tells his sons that We have the, uh, having attained human life, again the same point, human life, we should not pass our human life like hogs who eat stool. But we should engage in divine austerities for the sake of attaining uh, unlimited, eternal spiritual happiness. 
So all these points should be considered. The story of the Haryashvas and Shavalasvas with Narad Muni. Maybe you know that story, how Daksha begot progeny. I just spoke about this recently in Bangalore. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, yeah. Someone was wearing a T-shirt with Utopia, perfectly possible, something like that. Yeah. So I spoke on this. I, there was a group of young men. You can get that and play it to them if you like. Yeah. So I was suggesting to them that they join full time. And then the next day also, there was a group of young men who, they all looked at me like, what are you talking about? It's like the, some of them laughed nervously, hoping that I was joking. Several times I've had that experiencing in preaching to uh, young men who are taking to Krishna consciousness that, okay, well, if you actually understand what Krishna consciousness is, you're young, you're unmarried, then why not join full-time? It's be a brahmacharya. It's the obvious thing to think about. But due to bad association uh, of our, often of our married devotees who, their punapunas charvita charvananam, they think everyone should be... Uh, so-called grihasta like them. I say so-called because if they're actually grihastas, they should be happy if anyone wants to join as a brahmachari. They should understand, well, my life is already spoiled, but uh, why everyone else's life should be spoiled? Spoiled means they didn't get the opportunity to engage full-time in Krishna consciousness. They, their main concentration is on how to get money and live so-called respectably in so-called respectable human society. Now, brahmacharya is a much better opportunity to aim at going back to Godhead, but certain uh, envious householders, as Prabhupada terms them, the, in the beginning of Bhagavad Shukadeva's instructions, the, the lifetime of such envious householders is the, the day... Their day passes in uh, working hard to maintain their families and their night is spent in uh, sexual activities and sleeping. So, they don't see the actual, they don't have actual knowledge of the self. So anyone who discourages you from this lifetime of full dedication to Krishna, we can understand that they they are apashyatam atmatatvam. They haven't actually understood what is Krishna consciousness. They're simply uh, attached to family life and they think everyone else should be. And they, they take... It's just like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he uh, recommended that people take Krishna to Krishna consciousness in the Grihastha Ashram. Seeing that uh, at that time there were all the so-called Babaji's, they were all fallen. So, but Bhaktisiddhanta Sri Thakur, he uh, made a situation by establishing the Gorya Mart. He is, he made a situation in which people could live a life of full-time dedication. Bhaktisiddhanta Sri, he saw that uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur had wanted to preach, but he wasn't able to do so very effectively because all his followers were grihastas. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur as a grihasta was able to 
to some extent establish the respectability of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult. And in a time when, uh, in the name of uh, renounced life, the, the the Babaji's had given a very bad name to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur, as a Grihasta ashram, in, as a, in the Grihasta ashram, reestablished the uh, respectability of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. But for, but he, his followers weren't able to do much because they're all householders. So Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati, he founded the Goryamat with sannyasis and brahmacharis. They were the core. They were also grihastas. But uh, then some of Bhaktivinoda's followers, they said, well, you're not following Bhaktivinoda because Bhaktivinoda said it's better to be a grihasta. Certainly, it was better to be a grihasta than to be a, than to be a fallen babaji. But if there's a possibility to serve in a situation where you you're not encumbered with this grihakshetra sutapta vitta, all these things from which Maya arises, which that means home, property, family, money. These are all the things one has to think about in family life. So if one can practice Krishna consciousness without these encumbrances and full-time serve the mission of the Lord, then uh, much more can be achieved. And actually, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, in the service of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, actually achieved much more than Bhaktivinoda Thakur had done by... Uh, ripping people out of their family life in most cases. Uh, in, in, it's not something new that when you want to join, people say, don't join, and your family and friends cry, and your your mother suddenly gets an incurable disease, and the only possible cure is if their son doesn't join full-time. <laughs> so it's a, it's a disease that affects the... Uh, the uh, the mothers of would-be sadhus. It's a, it's an unusual syndrome. So, uh, yeah, he he was quite adamant in this regard that it, parents would come and crying, and the whole family would come and oh, our son, oh, will. Why not let him practice Krishna consciousness at home? Well, sometimes they, they, they would, Bhaktisthan Saraswati would hide them, say, who, who, who? What are you talking about? I don't know. Never heard of him. <laughs> like this. Well, there was one young man who, uh, in Dhaka, he saw the, he saw the Bhaktisthan Saraswati's Kirtan party, then, yeah, he was a young Grihasta, well-educated, uh, Sanskrit lecturer. In those days, there weren't that many people who had university degrees, so he was from one of the most respected families in Dhaka. So he came to see Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati on his next stop in his tour of East Bengal, and then he came to uh, join him this lecturer came to join Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati when he returned to 
Mayapur. So Bhaktisdhan Saraswati immediately sent him out on a preaching party, which was going to some remote spot. And then uh, some letter came from, or telegram came from one of the most respected people in Dhaka saying that it'll be it'll completely spoil his family life if he doesn't return immediately and Pakistan ignored it and then all the, the relatives came and the, they couldn't find their son because uh, <laughs> he was out on the, out traveling in the villages and there's no way to contact him this is in the days previous to mobile phones so Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati arranged to do exactly what the uh, his relatives feared, namely completely spoiled his family life, uh, like that. And he said, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati said, if we hadn't done this, there would have been no Goryamat. There would have been no preaching like this. So, yes, uh, many people will discourage you and they'll say, oh, you're not doing the right thing and this is not uh, is not what Krishna actually wants and uh, you can practice at home. We'll provide all facilities for you, etc., etc., etc. Or actually, you you shouldn't join because you know there are so many risks and so many joined, and then they weren't happy and they went home. Blah 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 blah. On and on and on. I don't much attempt to answer these people anymore. I I I. Uh, if people are like, usually I just, I do this other tactic. I arrange if they, that uh, they can go somewhere else where they can't be found. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, when the family's given up hope, then they can come to a, a more, uh, a more, uh, or they can come back to the temple that they originally preached in. So, uh, yes, and then even within our society, some of the leaders will say, you shouldn't join. It's very bad. We'll get bad publicity. People will be against us. So, you yourself have to be convinced that your best interest is in dedicating your life in the service of Krishna and that you can do so better in in the brahmacharya ashram than, than in the grihastha ashram because there's grihastha ashram now uh, even previously there might have been a better chance but nowadays uh, family life means just working working harder than any ass would agree to so we say working like an ass but an ass would refuse to work as hard. So where's the time? Where's the time? You, most of us so-called grihastas, they don't even, they're chanting 16 rounds. It's you know, on the way to work and then you know one or two at lunch break if they have a lunch break. And like this. They, they don't have any quality sadhana. For them it's a once a week thing they come to the temple. So as Srila Prabhupada writes, in family life, advancement is very slow or almost nil. And practically we're seeing that. So better come. Up to you. You can be Krishna conscious in family life also, but 
if you've actually understood what is Krishna consciousness and you're not committed to, if you're not already spoiled, then uh, why spoil yourselves? Why, why, why not come and join the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fully? Of course, some people we may recommend don't join. They're not fit actually. Some people are not fit to be brahmacharis. They're not self-controlled enough or they haven't understood the philosophy properly or whatever. And there may be extenuating circumstances just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told Raghunath Bhatta that you stay at home, don't get married, but your parents are Vaishnavas, so serve them until they pass away, then you come and join. They must have been already old. And they they weren't you know you know like uh, half baked Vaishnavas they were, they were associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu his parents Raghunath Das also because the family made such a fuss that uh, Chaitanya they made a very big fuss so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advised you just stay stay at home for some time and make a show of being an attached householder. He was married also. And then when the time is right, then you can, then, so Raghunath Das went, he waited some time, and when he got the possibility, then he escaped. So it may be different in different circumstances. But in general, the decision to give your life fully to preaching the mission of Krishna consciousness is very good. So be convinced of that, and do it. And in many cases you'll find the, in some cases the family does agree. In some, in some cases if the, the parents come and say, here, take our son. There are cases like that. And there are cases, well, that happened once. His parents came and said, bring, they, bring, they brought their son, they didn't be full time, they joined full time, and then after about, after about two months he said, no, we want him back. I said, and then, he didn't want to go back. And we had to struggle with them for about eight years and with the, with the local temple authorities against me and, why are you trying to spoil his life? Etc. So, uh, I also, I don't have much regard for temple leaders who don't want to make brahmacharis and they discourage you. What is that? Their job should be to encourage you. But they discourage. So they find it easier just to pay some so-called brahmacharis to do the services and collect money and they have no idea of Prabhupada's mission. So there are leaders like that in ISKCON all over the world today. But uh, find good association. <laughs> Sometime, while going through unlimited lifetimes, at some point we have to say no to Maya. And Maya will come in the form of suicidal parents. Maya will come in the form of uh, you know, social people talking about social respectability. Maya will come in the form of people saying that it's better for preaching if you don't surrender to Krishna. <laughs> and so many ways Maya will come. But... Yeah. At some point in either this lifetime or some lifetime, you have to say, now I only want Krishna. 
So you decide. Up to you. Yeah, anything else? Oh, uh, one other thing. This, uh, for making brahmacharis, it's very good to distribute this book, Brahmachari and Krishna Consciousness, among the public, at least in India. That uh, if we take it out, and there, all kinds of people buy that book, actually. It's surprising. Not only men, women also. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, you can make brahmacharis. Hmm? Some people told me it was the first book they ever read. It's clear from the very beginning that human life, especially the male form, is meant for God realization. And, and it's just straightforward. Those, those who are uh, sincere and not too totally polluted in their consciousness can immediately understand this is true. All right, anything else? Yeah. Uh, sometimes it is said about, uh, means Bhakti Siddhanta Saswatakur, what he did, he just ripped off people from home. It was a time of emergency, so now we cannot do like that. It's still an emergency. Every day, Ahani, Ahani, Bhutani, Gachandeha, Yamalayam. Every day people are going to hell. You're going to hell. That's an emergency. Yeah. When will the material world not be an emergency? There's so many arguments. Maharaj, my mother is a devotee and she's... My mother is a devotee and she's... She has convened for the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. She's reading Bhagavatam 4th Canto. Regularly she reads proper books, chanting fiction rounds and all things. But father is very against. So for a woman, if it recommended to leave home and do something like that? In general, no. In this case, father is very much opposed to a practice of Krishna consciousness. I don't know what the case is, so how can I comment? That's why I said in general, no. Robert's sister, she, she was raised in a pure Vaishnava family and she was... Her father married her to a meat eater or flesh eater, maybe fish eater. So she cooked for him throughout her whole life and she never took those things. There's an example. Pure devotee, Prabhupada's sister. Yeah, she had Harinam from Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati. Okay. I think that's fairly clear. Individual cases, they need individual consideration. Everyone thinks that my case is exceptional. Everyone has an excuse. <laughs> Generally, it is said that uh, parents, they just give one reason for suicide and all. And they they simply say and they don't do suicide and all. But in my case, like, uh, they are really up to that. <laughs> well, unless they do it, you can't tell, can you? <laughs> it's either, you know, either your mother commits suicide or you commit suicide, according to Lord Krishna. If you don't take the opportunity, you're committing suicide. Yeah, if the parents are very difficult, then you have to... Uh, 
give them time to prepare for it. In some, you know, if they're if they're really making a lot of fuss, then they harass the devotees in so many ways. You could, uh, you know, just then. In that case, sometimes I advise people, okay, you stay at home for some time and just tell them later I'll join, later I'll join, later, and then, and then where they. When they're kind of used to the idea that, that they can't stop you from thinking like that, then uh, then you just join. That's all. You may have to. What I'm saying is, you may have to prepare them a bit. Like sometimes they say suicide that suicide is a very selfish act. Suicide is a very selfish act. It's like you you want to make others feel bad. You want it's a very egoistic act. You want to show everyone. Bring yourself to the attention of others, and finding no other way, you commit suicide. There are many more attempted suicides than successful suicides. It's like people make a show to they're trying trying to get people's attention. It's a very sinful act, also. If anyone does it, ultimately, it's you know it's their own choice. It's a, you can't blame others. Ultimately. I mean, others might have harassed them or something. Like they say, suicide. What is it? Dowry, deaths, and all this. But ultimately, the person decides to do it. They could. The the battered wife, they could run home to their parents or go to a. Anyway, we'll discuss that too much. There's so many dramas. You say your your mother is actually suicidal. Like I say, how can you tell? That's the the fear they cast on you. It's a kind of blackmail, actually. <laughs> Just making a show. That's all. She wanted to try our attention. Like uh, once uh, she had taken something and uh, she told that uh, she has taken that. Yeah, there's still a lot of pesticide on the body when they take inside. They spill on the shirt and all this smells horrible. People think they really drink. <laughs> Shankaracharya, at the age of eight, wasn't it? He uh, jumped in the river and the crocodile, he didn't. He wanted to take sannyas. And his mother wouldn't allow him. So he jumped in the river and a crocodile was caught him. So he, his mother was there. Ah! I said, let me take sannyas now. Okay, you can take sannyas. <laughs> and a crocodile let him go and he went off. But he did come back to do her funeral rites, which was against the Shastric and custom. So he, he he promised her that I don't have anyone else to do my funeral rites. Said, "Okay, I'll come back and do that," which a sannyasi isn't supposed to do. That's the story. The thing is that parents see you as a walking dollar sign. Their love for you is calculated in how much money they they're expecting to get from you. This. Uh, Parental love is a great hoax. They invested money and they want to get their return. <laughs> so you you are their future. 
Even I, there's some advertisement I saw some for something for insurance or some pol- some policy you put money in the bank for your children's education and some yeah some bank was this is your fu- your future security they're talking about the children they're advertising you you put the money in the bank and then they get money for their education and all this so it's it's calculated like that some parents will go down one of my brother's friend father he showed up like treated us three lakhs something but whatever station is like your school fees it was in a in a document from his childhood it came up to three lakh rupees per year just this is what I spent clearly everything stationery also included what time how much he gave one fifty rupees nine rupees school fees So Hare Krishna, we'll finish there. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and hope to see you in Saffron.